should be fine. And to me, it's nothing too complicated. Anybody, even an NFL player, (laughs) should be able to learn these six rules. And it's pretty simple to me. What are the rules? I don't know what the rules are. Okay, number one, you said it first. Number one, don't bet on the NFL. Okay, duh. Pete Rose stuff. Number two, don't gamble at your team facility while traveling for a road game or staying at a team hotel. A lot of guys have been guilty of this one. Now, hold on. Say that one again. Okay, don't gamble at your team facility. Okay? Don't gamble while traveling for a road game. Don't gamble while staying at a team hotel. So that's basically don't gamble on the clock. Gamble on anything. Anything. Yeah, period. Don't gamble on anything when you're on company time. Okay, number three, and I think this one would be fairly obvious too, don't have somebody gamble for you. Hey, cousin, run to the sports book for me. Drop this down. Okay. Number four, this also seems very obvious. Don't share team inside information. Hey, little Ricky, our quarterbacks got hurt. Our left tackle stayed out all night. There's no way we're winning this game. Okay? Stuff like that seems very obvious. Don't enter a sports book during the NFL playing season. Seems fairly obvious also. Like at all. Yeah, at all. Don't go into a sports book, period. And number six, the last one, don't play daily fantasy football. That's when you, you know, you gamble on a single lineup on an NFL weekend. Everyone knows that one. So except for number two, these are all super easy, super straightforward. The only tricky one was the one that you had to ask me about again. Don't gamble at the team facility. Don't gamble while traveling. Don't gamble while staying at a team hotel. That seems kind of weird. And that's one that's gotten a lot of people in trouble. So if I'm at home, my regular home, I can gamble at any time on a sport that's not the NFL? Question mark. Correct. Off the clock, not at a team facility. You can gamble on a sport that's not the NFL and apparently now college football. I guess on the clock is an interesting one. Because when your contract, when your salary... Aren't you always on the clock? You kind of are. But to me, the way it reads is air quotes on company time at the team facility while traveling. Because I I sure I guess they classify the bus or the plane as the team facility or the hotel as a team facility when you're on the road. I imagine you don't have a ton of downtime outside of being in the hotel when you're on the road. I don't think you get a chance to go sit at the corner bar. Right. Like you got, you have a Sunday game. I assume you get in on Friday, I'm assuming. And then Saturday, like walkthroughs, get yourself right. My understanding too is you're so like, I don't know, imprisoned in your hotel. I mean, I'm not sure what word to use. That like some of these dudes bring like the nicest like PlayStation 5 setups you've ever seen. Sure. So they can just, you know, never be away. Or they have a routine that they really like. Because these guys are creatures of habit. You know, so if part of your habit 
is nightly checking your daily fantasy lineup. I mean, I, I get all of that. Like, that all tracks to me. Do you think it's negotiated out at the next opportunity to negotiate out for the NFLPA? I bet it's clarified, that's for sure. The rules and stipulations have to be more clarified on this. I mean, just the basics right here that I read off, it seems pretty logical and reasonable to me that no one in their right mind would do this. Because all of these rules are in place except for the team facility stuff. All This has always been in place. Like, this isn't new. None of this is new except for the daily fantasy football and the team facility stuff. All this is very straightforward, very simple. And apparently it's not that simple because teams have had to go as far as putting together friggin' PowerPoints, making teams laminated pocket wallet-sized cheat sheets of what not to do. It's gotten that bad to where you got to have in your wallet a laminated card, don't bet on the NFL. Don't bet while you're on company time. Don't do daily fantasy. Don't have your cousin run to the sports book. Like, that's how bad it's gotten. Some of these degenerates are so bad to where it's maybe, and I'll use, like, Zay as an example. Like, get a a (laughs) custom background for your phone with the rules on it. Like, have it right there in front of you. Right. Like, the do not do this. Like, it's, you should have the five rules of, like, like covering Jerry Rice and the five rules of not betting on sports to lose your job. Because all these – and the majority of this list, like the big buzz name is a kick returner in Indianapolis. For like now. These are, all, these are all fringe dudes. This is it. Like no one of any substance is gone. It's going to be all these bottom tier. We need to make an example the same way we did at Josh Gordon, even though Travis Kelsey says that 80% of the, wheat of the league smokes weed. That's sweet. You know what's really fun when you're high? Gambling. (laughs) (laughs) You can't convince me that 50% of these guys don't have buddies that they give advice for. Like, hey, put this in. If it hits, give me 50%. Oh, that's been, yeah, I mean, you nailed it right there. That's been the case forever. It's like you got your homie texting. You FaceTime. It's like, oh, my God, dude, you won't believe it. Rodrigo Blankenship has a stomach virus. We got to have a backup kicker. We just got him down the street. He kicked for Kent State six years ago. Like, bet on the Buccaneers to to cover because we don't have a kicker. And you're going with a soft one. Like, the hard one is like, homeboy, go run and put some money down because I'm about to take Barrett Robbins to Tijuana, and you won't see him during the Super Bowl. Sure, exactly. Zay doesn't know what I'm talking about. At all. That's a real thing. It's a real thing that happened, yeah. It's just wild to me how, you know what I do like about it too, though, is these guys who, you know, for so very much don't have a ton of control. And they can have a control over this thing, and they have a chance. And I bet you there's a lot of examples of dudes who have got the bag off this. Like, you're just seeing, you're only doing it because you've seen others do it successfully. But also, maybe there's just that that perception, because Travis Kelsey's talking about this 80% weed thing, right? And like, hey, right now, there's a friend of the show that's like, I've been to tailgates, 80% of everyone there smokes weed. Like, that is a football-centric culture thing. Like, I live a regular life. I do not smoke weed. Like, I have so many people in my life that do not smoke weed. Are there people in my life that do smoke weed? Heck yes. Or some of them on this radio show. 
Uh, you're I'm talking not- about me. Yeah, yes, I do. I do smoke weed. I'm more of an edible guy these days, but I've always participated in a little devil's lettuce. Like basically my whole life. But I think there's a perception issue to it. To where when Travis Kelsey is saying these things like, uh, you know, 80% smoke weed, 75% do steroids. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not the super common thing you think it is. It is in that world. In that world, it's 8 out of 10. In everyday world, it is not 8 out of 10. No. It's um, not 5 out of 10. The CDC says about 1 in 5 Americans weekly 20%. use cannabis. That tracks. About twenty percent of Americans weekly use cannabis, and about forty percent of Americans uh, at least annually use cannabis. That's a lot that lower. A year, that's lower month. than I would have guessed. Very. No, that's yeah. that's it's only a shade lower because I would have said twenty five percent. I would have said twenty five percent annually smoke weed, like one time a year, that kind of thing. Like it, every year, I go down to the lake with the kid, like that one, like like. Uh, <laughs> You know which one it is? It's Christmas Eve when you have to go see your in-laws. Like, that's when people one time a year toke dudes. Or, or sort of, Thanksgiving's a big one. Yeah, dude, you beat me to it, Isaiah. You blaze up Thanksgiving morning, and you eat like a maniac all day. <laughs> Travis it's Kelsey kind of knows. Clever, it's kind of a clever sentence by super smart Travis Kelsey, who's also complaining about his contract right now, which I kind of like. Mm-hmm. If he leaves 20% in the clear by his estimation... That's a lot of plausible for a lot of people. Sure, yeah. Thanks a lot. <laughs> thanks, Trev. <laughs> like, but it's hey, this dude is calculated. Don't if if you think he's come come May lucky like like full in the bottom, just a lot of laughs. He is not. This dude is a calculated marketing genius. I know his terrible podcast does really well. Uh, no comment. So you believe you believe <laughs> it's a football thing? Is that what you said a little bit ago? You think it's like a football culture thing? Uh, I have, I, I literally have a minor injury right now from athletic activity, and I treat it with CBD and THC and a little ibuprofen. It's not, it's bad. I'm in pain, but it's not bad enough to need any real painkiller or need any like real uh, medical intervention or rehab. I just pour a little weed on it, and it's fine. I think I think you're right. I think for medical reasons, yeah, but I think culturally as well. Sure. Like it's such a dominant aspect of that specific sport. Also, throwing the NBA, also throwing snowboarding, also throwing competitive swim, mm-hmm. also throwing like literally all athletics. Did you uh, literally everything? Did you yeah. notice as soon as um as soon as they extended the NFL season in the same message that they, you know, the same statement they released to say that there was going to be extra games? They said that they are no longer testing for marijuana. So it, I think yeah. it was like a way to get the players to be okay with it. It's like, you know, if you guys are going to complain about your bodies and the extra injuries, we'll let you smoke weed. So that way you'll, you know, <laughs> that's well, how that's I how took it. Yeah, that's how bargaining works. It's a like, complete trade-off. Like, they yeah, know they're going to use it no matter what. Do you want your best players taking two-game suspensions, then eight-game suspensions, then season-long suspensions mm-hmm. because they treat themselves? Like, this is Josh Gordon all over again. Remember Calvin? Of course. Ricky Ricky friggin' Williams. Hey, Calvin Johnson would have came back if he didn't have the heat on him. Yes. He wouldn't have came, he came back to Detroit. Yeah, he would have went somewhere else where he, he could smoke weed. Else. Ricky but, Williams literally chose weed over football. <laughs> He's like, this is how I treat my pain. This so, is how I cure my own anxiety. This is how I keep myself on an even keel 
so I could focus and play this sport, and you're telling me I can't do it? The only thing that makes me the player that I am? Okay, fine. I will quit football. I don't personally smoke weed. I would choose weed over NFL football. Oh, gosh. Don't know how I feel about that one. What? If it no, I'm talking about beyond the game of football. Like your mental stability. If if weed Way keeps you important. grounded, if it keeps you from having anxiety, if it increases mm-hmm. your focus and makes you a better version of yourself and it gives you the ability to work on yourself, what? yes, oh, that should be that down. should be a tool in your toolbox. Peace of mind overall. I'm not saying everyone needs to do ayahuasca like Aaron Rodgers is, but I'm saying like weed helps a lot of people. And it should not be stigmatized the way it was the past uh, forever. 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 Like this is this is new in the human experience that we're taking THC and CBD seriously as a a treatable drug, something that is prescribed to people, not just that you just try on the weekend and giggle with your friends (laughs) and listen to weird music and play video games. No, like this could be a tool for people to enhance their lives. For so very long, it was used as a tool as well, Van, to oppress the minority groups of this great country yeah. in urbanized areas. Yeah, true. for sure. This is true. Still is. Whole reason it was out there. People are still in whole jail. Reason. People are still in jail from those policies. It it's, will be forever. Yeah. I mean, that's the best. Rele- releasing incarcerated people who are incarcerated for small drug crimes is probably the biggest impediment to it being federally legalized because they don't want to deal with all the stuff that's going on in the prisons. Mm-hmm. Weed becomes legal. Uh, prisons on the verge of shutting down is not enough inmates. Or in- These are real stories. You know who has like the third biggest lobby in the United mm-hmm. States government? Oh, or sorry, profit prisons. prisons. It's a huge business. Huge business. Oil, guns, and for-profit prisons. Hey, and now it's about to pass in the NCAA where they're not going to test for weed anymore either. So all these guys are about to get a ton of NIL money from weed companies. And oh, it's wow. just become another part of the culture. Thanks. Another part. Thanks, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Thanks, Willie Nelson. Thanks, Woody Harrelson. It's still kind of weird to me just driving down the highway and you just see these big boards advertising the dispensaries. It's like, sure. man, this is crazy still. Well, they've always been there, Zay, but you've just been so high all the time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> who, said, who says I get? Whoa. Assume. Now, hold on. Allegedly. Allegedly. Way to assume. I told you about our, our, we don't have the strong enough legal team to go throwing that stuff around anymore. Don't do that, he said. Yeah. <laughs> chill out on it. <laughs> Whenever we get back, less weed talk with the boys. The problem is with the weed talk is it kind of impacts everything. It's connected like, to everything. You want to talk about anything right now in the world? You want to talk about climate control in the state of New Mexico? Let's talk about how we flood fields to grow wheat. You want to talk about medical advancements in the state of New Mexico? Let's talk about marijuana. You want to talk about incarcerations in the state of New Mexico? Let's talk about marijuana. I can literally <laughs> fill in all of the things. Sure. All of the things exist. You want to talk about us having better schools and roads? Connected Taxes. to marijuana. <laughs> Oil and marijuana, baby, keeping our state alive. Speaking of drugs... Can't do them when you're at the Olympics in Paris. We'll talk about that. Is it World Cup or Olympics? Olympics. The Olympics in Paris. Why did I think World Cup? Is there just a World Cup there? No. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no clue. <laughs> but not going to be able to get buzzed. More on that whenever we get back. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The
sports animal. And welcome back to the program, Duke City. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. As always, we are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Cowell Banker Legacy Studio. I'm not. I'm in Santa Fe. Two separate places in the state of New Mexico right now. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA, which uh, I did today. Got my swole on. I'm ripping out a shirt, Fred. I can't handle it. You don't have to tell me a thing I saw happen yesterday. I'm ri- I ripped out of another one today. Two days, back to back. I'm ripping out a shirt. You see this rip right here? I'm showing you on the Facebook live stream and YouTube live stream. <laughs> Lunch and a milkshake. That goes down at the 66 Diner. Throw in Thursday, this Thursday at ABQX. The boys will give you $7.50 off per person, per lane, per hour. When we're at ABQX, we're sipping on them Red Door beers. We get all of our sweet merch from the Duke's team store in the weekends. That's for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's vodka. If you're not poor, you can drink at the Olympics in Paris. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Uh, uh, let them eat cake. Let them drink soda pop. <laughs> so there's a law. All right, by the way, we're talking about there's going to be no alcohol sales at the 2024 Summer Olympics in Paris unless you are in a VIP area. A VIP? A VIP? A VIP? <laughs> you want to have a glass of wonderful French wine? You must be a VIP. <laughs> you must be 18 years old and VIP. Would you like to dip your croissant into a glass of Bordeaux? You must be VIP. Excuse me, Monsieur. VIP. You cannot have a cigarette with your beer unless you are VIP. Where is your VIP ring? (laughs) Olympic ring. So you got to make the stink face when you do that one. Nineteen. 1991 in France, uh, for whatever reason, it's it's called Evans Law. Yeah, it's a 1991 statute regarding alcohol prohibits the sale or distribution of alcohol in stadiums, physical education rooms, gymnasiums, and other sports establishments. However, surprise, surprise, there's different rules for catered hospitality areas such as VIP suites. Huh. So different rules for the rich. Okay. I want one bala and to be rude and snobbish. (laughs) You know it is better than drinking at the Olympics? Being aggressively rude to your server? I hate speaking English. I like to roll up the bottom of my slacks two times. (laughs) Sir, that is an extraordinary large bottle of Chanel number five. I would have been a track athlete for country of France, 
but I did not like the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I will have one beret, one baguette, one balat. Only if you're VIP. I would do a 110 meter hurdle, <laughs> but the beret kept falling off. That hundred was spot on. <laughs> wherever Victor, wherever Victor Wimbiama is, that's where the drinks are. He needs the drink. He needs all the calories he can get before he starts taking them NBA elbows. That's for sure. You see what he said? What that he eats snails and frogs he, every day? He said. He <laughs> said, "Why is everybody telling me to to get bigger? Tell them to get skinnier." Okay. Said, okay. Yana's hurt that, that one. Okay. That olive oil. <laughs> right. and, and beat her that one. He says. I can jump to the top of the Apple Tower. <laughs> Don't worry about falling off the Eiffel Tower. There will no be alcohol served. Welcome to France. Now, unwelcome. <laughs> you are welcome to smoke as many cigarettes as you want. Just no wine, you peasant. <laughs> Can you imagine going to like what is like the best one? Summer basketball, I guess. Oh, always. Field. They're all good. Swimming, swimming is like the one. Swimming and track. Yep. All right, which one do you want to get lit at? If we're being real honest, I feel like swimming would be something else lit. (laughs) Yeah, way more exciting than you might think. Yeah, you you got to blaze during the track and field events to slow them down a little bit. You know what it is? It's men's it's men's gymnastics. Yes. Yeah. If you get loose at men's gymnastics and then like the pommel horse. Oh, that's what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, just get hammered and watch the pommel yeah. horse. And it's just me the whole time going, Yep, 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 yep. Like that would that would be me the whole time. I scored that one at this. He's on the Pella Bar. That is uh, that's, at the bar. That's ten in uh, French, by the way. I would not have got that. Dis, yeah. A perfect dis. <laughs> I give him this, like these nuts. Get it? Oh, ha, ha. <laughs> one, I didn't quite get that one. But yeah. That's okay. France, Paris is trying to become Qatar. They, they have to change the law by then, right? I mean, after Qatar, like you got to show them up and get lit in Paris. You got to do it right for the first time. There are ten exemptions a year, according to the French Constitution. I believe the Olympics put like it should have been factored in ahead of time, right? By the way, the people who invented democracy. Uh, obviously, we perfected it, uh, best country in the world. The people who invented democracy, they better use their friggin' democracy to have booze at the Olympics. We can't have another Qatar where no one shows up. Do you remember, do you remember how sad it was yeah. watching sports in Qatar? Like, there was no one. No one was there. Okay, so I just looked up the Le Mans race because I wanted to know. You know, I was like, if you're going to do this big open wheel like race deal or whatever like it had booze you could just hand it out to the to the cyclists no this is like um car stuff 
Oh yeah. Okay. My bad. My yeah, imme- my my brain immediately went to Tour de France. Yeah. No. Yeah. So they had booze. So there you go. But there's a ton of booze sponsors with that stuff. Also, I bet the Olympics has booze sponsors. Of course it does. Budweiser. They got so many millions of dollars. Hold on. Full on conspiracy. Mm. What if Coca Cola is paying them to not have booze? Do they even drink soda in France? That's a legit question. I'm asking. Doubt it. Yeah. Europe's very... They give children wine in France. Yeah. I'm not joking. It's like delicious wine. Yeah. They just make weak wine and give their children wine. Don't even card over there. No. From the Sports Animal live chat, just adjusted my volume, so I hope that helps on the live stream. Okay, thanks. Sounds good in my ears, Bubba. Well, I mean, that's what we got. Sounds much better. Volume sounds great. Oh, good. Thanks, guys. Much better. Like, where's the, I could have got this heads up hours ago. Only 30 more minutes until I'm no longer on this program. Josh Sushan will sit in for the final 15 of the Isotopes return home tonight. It's kind of a funny schedule coming up because with the third, they have to play on a Monday. They're home. Mm-hmm. Van, is that correct? They're home on Monday, but they're away on the fourth. Did I get that right? I believe that's correct. Let me confirm that real quick. So, yeah, so it's at home versus the Chin, the chin, the, the, ch- the Chupacabras. Ch- 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 yeah. So that's on Monday, and then they immediately go to Oklahoma City on the 4th. So it's a lot of baseball in the row for the Isotopes is what I'm trying to say. There's a lot coming up. And it starts tonight with Chris Bryant at Isotopes Park, so it's going to be a lot of fun to talk to voice of the Albuquerque Isotopes, Josh Sushan. Hold up. Sushan. Sushan. Joshua. Talking baseball. Are you going to come and take the rugby? You will be telling me about the Tour de France, Tour de Donut. <laughs> Mets suck whenever we get back. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. I'm live from Santa Fe. And your boys here at the Cumulus Studios in Albuquerque in beautiful and historic downtown overlooking the al hurricane pavilion oh, okay. yeah but in the show brian let's know who we got going first in the mlb draft uh wasn't necessarily ready to jump into the mlb draft today uh it is like two weeks away is that right july 9th right. is that what it is um so his suggestion paul Skeens, is a dude he's a dude is is one of Matt Holiday's kids available? See, that was going to be my next answer. <laughs> yeah, how many kids does he have? Because his kid is number one, the official number one prospect in baseball right now. Jackson, is that his name? Yes. The Orioles? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm in. So, the, I mean, the LSU team. I, I have a special we- place in my heart for Florida Gators. Joe Caglione. He's the two-way guy. He's like the Italian Shohei. He's dope. He can throw a he can throw a hundred, and he's hit like thirty bombs this year. Who's drafting first? Pittsburgh, is that right? I think so. Yeah, the the kid that just played for LSU, the outfielder that can just fly. Um, what is his so name the two is? LSU guys are going to go one two most likely. Cruz, Cruz or yeah. Skeens? One's the pitcher. Skeens is the pitcher, so Cruz. So I say, yeah, take Cruz. There's my answer. Sweet. 
I wasn't I wasn't prepared to do this either. This is two weeks away. (laughs) It's two weeks away. Don't they already have a cruise on the Pirates too? Like that's good branding. Ooh. Go for go for the cruise with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Sponsored by Caribbean Cruise Lines. Yeah, Dylan Cruz. That's what that's what friend of the show Brian is saying. Friend of the show Joel says if you're not a coward, you take Victor Wimbiama first overall, have him play first base. I like it. He's busy. Yeah. I, like I, I suggested that he play goalie for the New Mexico United. <laughs> I think there's better money in basketball, but he'd be really good at it. If you gave me the option of taking dudes out of LSU or Georgia or Florida or any of these like perennial college like super teams or taking a kid out of high school, there's no way I can take a high school kid. That's so much money to give to a child. I would always take the younger prospect because you know they're not going to be ready for another five or six years anyways. Just take whoever's next in the holiday family. I always kind of look if there's like a high- Is there an ex-baseball player who instead of retiring in the Caribbean, retired in the United States of America and has a child coming up? Because whoever junior from the Caribbean is my next draft pick every time. I'm not even going to ask the scouts. I'm not even going to look at their saber metrics. I'm like, are you from the Caribbean? Did your dad play baseball? You're my next pick. Congratulations. Are you sometimes a catcher? Because that would help too. (laughs) Do you have a pulse and a left hand that works? Let's go. And you know what? Don't pay these guys either. Because apparently it doesn't matter whatsoever. The New York Mets of a record, all-time record payroll of $344 million and some change suck. The Mets suck. The Mets have Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander each making $43.3 million a year. You know what you can get for $43.3 million a year times two? The entire first round of the 2023 Major League Baseball draft. Oh, you can get the first place Tampa Bay Rays. That's wild. And have $8 million left over. You could buy the second place Baltimore Orioles and have $20 million left. You could have Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander and be nine games under 500, or you can have all of the Baltimore Orioles and $20 million. Steve Cohen had a press conference today where he said, quote, it's been incredibly frustrating. I watch every game. I see what's going on. But here we are, and hopefully we can right the ship. You cannot. No, you, you can't. You will not be able to. Bob Nightingale tweeted that if, uh, that Cohen said, if the Mets do not improve by the August 1st trade deadline, they're not going to add any pieces. They're going to trade them away. All of them. Hit flush on that turd. $344 million. Let me tell you what $344 million gets you. It can get you the Arizona Diamondbacks. Congratulations, that's a second-place baseball team. It can get you the Miami Marlins. Congratulations, that's a second-place baseball team. It can get you the Cincinnati Reds. Congratulations, that's a first-place baseball team. And it could get you the Tampa Bay Rays. That is two second-place teams and two first-place teams for the amount of money it costs for one garbage franchise called the New York Mets. 
Oh, my God. What a disaster. After Steve Cohen's press conference, the Mets brought a puppy into the press conference room, and then the media played with it to ease up their questioning. Do you think I'm kidding? (laughs) Do you think I'm kidding at all? Oh, Oh my God, that's awful. That is genius, but that's awful. I'm going to put on the Talk ABQ social media a photo of this black lab dog in a Mets cape that all of the reporters started petting instead of asking actual questions. That is legit pathetic. No, it's brilliant. Well, I mean, it's brilliant, but it can also be pathetic at the same time. It's sad. To who? Okay, first off, Mets fans. Well, I think the dog has something to do with vets. but Mets or vets? Both. It's actually a dog that helps vets like reacclimate into, into society. Okay, well, good for that puppy. Bad for Steve Cohen <laughs> for wasting all this money. G- just giving Mets fans a glimmer of hope. Oh, my God, this is finally all year. We sold our franchise to the richest man to ever own a baseball team. He's going to spend ungodly amounts of money, bring every good player to New York, and we're going to cruise and win a World Series championship. Sorry, Mets fans, you still suck. Sounds Sounds like a fan base I know of real well. Ah, yes. Spoken like a true Cowboys fan. Friend of the show, Joel, asks, is Bobby Bonilla still on the Mets payroll? The answer is yes, Joel. Yeah. I know for a fact he's on their payroll until 2035. He makes $1.2 milli every year until 2035. It's pretty good. It's coming up, too. July 1st. July 1st, yeah. July 1st, he gets $1.2 milli. All the way this, up until 2035. This deal, Isaiah, was a $6 million deal in the year 2000 that he renegotiated to $1.2 milli for the next 35 years. Genius. It's insane. It's genius. Yes, he's still getting paid. You hear about these guys that are still collecting checks and they've been retired for so long that most of the people walking around don't know who they are. They're still just receiving paychecks from their old team. In 1986, Bobby Bonilla got a salary of $115,000 playing for the Pirates. He got that salary two years in a row. Then he got a nice little bump in 88 to 230000 In 89, 740000 He's doing all right. In 1990, Van, 1.25, then 2.4. Then the money started rolling in, okay? 6.2 at the Mets. In 93, 6.3 with the Mets in 94, five and a half and five in 95, 96 with the Orioles. Had a bunch of cup of coffees with a bunch of team, including the St. Louis Cardinals, where he made under a milli. Then the Orioles, if you remember forever, back to the Mets, and it's a back and forth payment of 1.1 from the Mets and $500,000 from the Baltimore Orioles. But people don't talk about that one as much because it's not as funny. So stupid. And it's it's not just Bobby Bonilla. He's the best example, and yeah. he has the longest one. Mm-hmm. Ken Griffey Jr. The third highest player on the Reds this year is Ken Griffey Jr. 
Joey Votto got himself a bag. Friend of the show, Brian, is talking about how it was uh, part of the Madoff Ponzi scheme. Yep. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Made out. Yep. Literally made off with that bag. This year is Griffey's final year. Uh, Next year is actually his final year. $4 million each year. It will pay out for the final time in 2024. Worth every dollar. Out of the top four people get paid on the Cincinnati Reds, two of them don't play for their team. (laughs) (laughs) What's Ellie De La Cruz making? Uh... Minimum four fifty, league mini. Yeah. Only, only. Yeah. That is the most exciting dude I've ever seen. Like I'm not. We just talked about Shohei, but like, I guess the hype was there in the world of baseball, but it wasn't there in the world of casual fan, right? So, when he came up, it was like whenever you get like a fun extra firework. You know, sure. like you're wa- you're watching. And then there's one that goes a little bit higher, and it's a little bit brighter, and it's a little bit louder. It's still just a firework. But Ellie De La Cruz, something special. Yeah, he's in the, the Ron Acuna Jr., Juan Soto, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. hype area. Like these once-in-a-generation talents who have not let us down so far. By the way, we say this on the program all the friggin' time. Baseball has never been better. Never. We have we have this youth movement. The only time baseball has ever been better, the guys were all hopped up on drugs. Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa was the greatest season in the history of baseball. I'm not going to dispute that fact. Besides that, this is the best generation of baseball right now. These young players have never been better. And, oh, yeah, if you weren't listening earlier in the program, we told you that the best player in the history of baseball, Shohei Otani, is active right now and doing it better than anyone's ever done before. If you're not going to watch these young studs play, you don't want to give up the time. You don't want to dip your toe into baseball again. And then claim the game sucks. Watch Shohei Otani. Yeah. Just 12 short minutes away from Josh Sushan joining us. That's going to be a lot of fun. I'm sure it'll be continued baseball talk with he as Chris Bryan is returning to Isotopes Park tonight van we put a ribbon on it between you and i whenever we get back it's two men on 95.9 fm and am 610 the sports animal here's the best story i saw all day we didn't talk about draymond green and damian lillard have rented out a downtown restaurant in portland to have dinner tonight just so that three days from now Draymond Green can sign with the Golden State Warriors. (laughs) (laughs) They've ruined everyone's dinner reservation. And this is a real-life thing. This is legit hilarious. Oh, gosh. Can you... I'm going to go interview with a new company and ruin everyone's night, and then I'm going to go back to to my thing. Or maybe it's Draymond recruiting. That's what it is. Oh, you already traded garbage Jordan Poole. There's no one else to trade. Well, Draymond Green is a free agent right now. He's not even part of the Warriors. Yeah, but he is. He's probably going to try to convince him to get traded to the Heat, and then he'll go sign with the Heat. He's like, Dame, look, this is Portland. Outside of downtown, they hate people of color here. This is the most hills have eyes part of the country that (laughs) exists outside of Alabama. Dame, get out of here. Let's go to Miami. 
Steve Kerr's driving around downtown Portland trying to find this restaurant. He's the guys. <laughs> Good job today, boys. Josh Sushan replaces me whenever we get back. Thank you. Good job, buddy. Thanks for joining. Live at ABQ Axe tomorrow. Let's throw some axes. Have some Red Door beers. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. D Sports Animal. Now, now betting for the for sports, sports animal, animal. Your, your afternoon, afternoon drive. drive. Number, Number two, two, men on, on. Van, Van Nunley and, and Fred, Fred Slow. Slow. And, and in the, the on-deck on circle.